0: Welcome to the Inspirations News Podcast, sponsored by Quebec's only newspaper,
1: devoted exclusively to the news of the special needs community. Tune in regularly to hear uplifting success stories, learn about resources, and gain timely advice in the area of special needs, featuring experts in various fields. Here's your host, host, Mark Bergman. Welcome to this episode, where we shine light on the Arts and Soul program at Wager Adult Education Center. The program and class focuses on teaching social skills through art. The class also spent a lot of time learning about residential schools, a topic that they've become very passionate about. Joining me on the podcast are students Jessica teixeira Pinto as well as Brandon. And I kicked off our chat by asking social integration teacher Anna Persikili to tell us more about the program.
2: So Art and Soul is a class that was started um, last year during COVID. Um, and it basically we take students who have exceptional talent or creativity or just uh, a knack for creating uh, art, uh, drawings, paintings, uh, sculptures. And we, we basically offered them this class. Um our tasks mostly are to create artwork uh, and also to use art to teach life skills, social skills so an example of a lesson would be let's say we're teaching life skills um, they would bring in uh, their their laundry like a pair of pants, t-shirts or uh, socks and we learn how to fold the laundry but then afterwards, afterwards we uh, actually draw it as a still life so and then I'm, I'll teach about lines and elements of art using uh, the pile of laundry, basically. But at the same time, we uh, we actually learn how to fold or we uh, in cooking class. If we're making a salad, we look at the colors, the greens, the um, the tomatoes are red and how they all go together and they look uh, amazing and how different cultures have different um, culinary uh, um, tastes or whatever. And yeah, so it's, it's all uh, cross curricular. But it's always a, uh, art is always a focus. So we also do like some art appreciation activities, where I present an artist, um, and then we create artwork based on that artist's uh, style or uh, method.
1: And to talk to me about the world of art, especially surrounding people with disabilities.
2: In art history, there's not much representation for people with disabilities, like uh, and also for the Black community, Indigenous community, and just women overall like are pretty not uh, well represented in the art world and i was inspired by a place called uh, creative growth which i believe is uh, i think they're situated it's california i could be wrong i watched this video and it's it's um basically it's a it's a factory that they turned into this huge space they turned into a huge studio and people with intellectual disabilities or even mental health issues just come in and make art and these people go on to become successful artists they sell their artwork and they're in huge uh, exhibitions in new york all over the world so i was so inspired by this and i went to see nick who was the principal at the time at wigger and i said you know we could do this and we could offer this to the students because a lot of them that have exceptional talent uh we don't know about it and they don't get out there like i want to see them in a gallery like a real gallery you know like uh, and uh just uh because they're when you look at, like, some of the talent that they have, you know, like, um I have one guy, one of my students, he has Down syndrome, and his use of color is just so amazing. Like, his paintings are beautiful. He always knows what color to put with which color. But if you'd see his work in a gallery, and you would have know he had a disability, you know, like, uh, I mean, if we look at an artist like uh, Rothko, he's a really famous abstract artist. He used just color. I and mean, he used, like, different shades of color to... Um, imply mood or feelings and that's what my students do and I'm thinking if we could sell a Rothko I mean we could sell mm-hmm. an Antoine you know like yeah. it's just uh, yeah. I don't know I just want them to be out there and I want people to see their work and really um, look at their talents so and also because we have work skills work skills program we have different uh, social integration programs but for the art program I just wanted like to tie in the work skills into it and uh, do um, an art exhibit at the end of the year how do we mount art exhibits um, you know, who gets the profit when you sell a painting, how does that calculate it, so it all comes into play.
1: Jessica, tell me about some of the amazing things that you do in uh, in Anna's class. I know you're really passionate about art, she tells me.
2: Well, I did some
0: paintings, I did some special paintings, of, uh, and I did some drawings to of these indigenous people. I draw the little girl with her orange shirt, with her grandmother selling these orange shirts. It's called uh, Every Child Matters. Uh,
1: yeah, a lot of people are talking about, uh, the indigenous people and, uh, you know, it's a real hot topic lately, especially uh, with the day that we had uh, yesterday. Tell me, I know you guys are learning a lot about the plight of indigenous people and tell me from your perspective, your thoughts on, uh, on what they went through and what they're going through right now.
0: Well, a long time ago, the, these are the kids were sp- taken away from their families to send to this horrible place called residential schools. That part made me so angry. We still had to believe and respect to other people's religion too. You can't do that to other people. And I am glad they closed down in 1996, these horrible, terrifying residential schools.
1: And tell me about your art and how your art... Helps you, you know, cope with these feelings, uh, maybe of of anger and frustration. Does that does the art help you?
0: Yes, it does help me a lot, too. and uh, sometimes, but a lot, it helps me cheer me up. It helps me relax.
1: Brandon, I'm going to talk to you in a second, but you were talking about residential schools, and I think it's a good chance to bring up the walk for Wenjack as well, right? And right. tell me, tell me what you guys are doing for uh, for the walk coming up on October 21st. Right.
2: So Wager Adult Center is a legacy school. Uh, for the Downey-Wenjack um, Fund. Um, the Downey-Wenjack Fund was uh, founded by Gore Downey, the late Gore Downey and uh, his brother, Michael, if I'm not mistaken. And what what happened was they read this story about a boy, who uh, Janie Wenjack, who escaped a residential school and he just ran away. He wanted to go back home, but he, I think he was like 600 kilometers away from his home and so he froze to death on the way. And it was during the week of October seventeenth to the twenty second that they think that's when he uh, he died. And um, as you know, also Gord Downey died October seventeenth, so that's uh, the week that we walk. Oh, for... it's the same week. It's the same week. Yeah, this uh, that's wow. uh, it's called the um, secret path, Fa- secret path week. And so that's what we're doing this year. Last year we couldn't walk because of COVID. There was so many protocols, so we decided to um, paint a mural in the cafeteria in honor of uh, the residential school victims and survivors. And so this year, since uh, the protocols are a little bit uh, relaxed, we decided we're going to go out and we're going to walk. And a lot of the classrooms, the other teachers are joining us. And so the walk is on October 21st. And uh, so I was really inspired. Like, I, I didn't know about residential schools until Gord Downey started to talk about it uh, four years ago or five years ago, just before he passed. And he was really passionate about it. I mean, um we're a tra- tragically hip family. uh <laughs> were fans in my family my husband was a huge uh is a huge fan and so but I was like so moved and inspired by his uh mission you know his last mission so I just promised myself that I would continue uh, in his honor and also um for the residential school victims as well I'm just uh, just like Jessica just horrified and angered by um our history
1: Brandon what did you guys uh, do when the news of finding the remains uh, came out I guess it was a couple of months ago
3: um well what we uh what we did is um we uh we made murals and um uh i made like the two wings in the cafeteria that you saw and um the mural that's on love and peace and and the butterflies
2: outside yes and the butterflies
3: on the tree outside and what we did is we inspired people to look at those uh um drawings and paintings and sculptures outside to realize don't forget like um to not forget about the 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 three thousand people that died so it's like they're trying to remember the children that died for me um it was actually really sad on like about like what, what we were hearing about that, and um, I felt like I needed to do something about it. So we did something to represent that.
1: Tell me about the inspiration behind the wings. You drew the wings, right? And tell me what was going through your mind when you were drawing the wings and that whole creative process behind it.
3: Um, when I heard about the like the three thousand uh, the three thousand children that died, um, cause I cause we all lost someone, like that was really close to us. So um, that helped me get through. where I just draw something to represent that, and. That was the wings that I did for the, uh, the 3,000 the children that died because I like, we all care about them. like we want them to have a better life, you know they're um, they mistreated you know in a bad way because um, uh, I think a couple of days ago it was orange t- T-shirt day. So um what we did for the Orange T shirt day um in our upstairs because we had an art class with Anna and what we did is we drew something that represent uh Orange T shirt day and I drew like um a hand that hold that uh, was holding um a shirt, like an orange shirt. Oh cool. Yeah. So basically, I have another hand that is that's grabbing it and trying to pick it up. So I did that, and um, every time I draw something, I'll, like, inspire my drawing. It'll get me more better. Well, I wanted to ask you.
1: I wanted to ask you. You look at art from a from a different perspective sometimes. How do you view art?
3: Well, for me, like, for me, I get, like, a bunch of, like, um, people that say, like, draw this and draw that. I'll like take those two drawings and make it into one big drawing. So it's like I'm getting like um drawing ideas on like every single angle. So it's like so it's like uh say like um like a skull with roses or like um a dragon with a butterfly. Yeah? You know? That like like those because like, I'm trying to become a tattoo artist. So basically I look at um, like other people's tattoos what they have on their arm and I draw it huh. but I draw it in my own creative way of because you' don't want not something you want something new to that drawing. So I take that drawing and make it you something make it, make it new. Like make it uh, like a brand new drawing that'll look sick, you know, <laughs> that'll look epic or legendary, you know.
1: Jessica, what do you want? There's going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast. What do you want people listening to know about you guys and, and Anna's class? They
0: just want to know how talented we are, how we want to be a great talented like other people because we're autism.
1: For people who don't have the chance to visit the school and see what you do, what would you like them to know?
3: Everyone is an artist and we all respect one another.
1: And I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm -hmm. What would you like people to know about the students in your class?
2: Um, That they are talented and um, capable. You know, just interacting in the world just like everybody else. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes we have posts on uh, social media where we we get inspired by somebody with special needs and there's a stigma attached to them, you know, like, and uh, we could, that's what I try to do is just break through the label and the stigma and to show you that there is somebody there that's capable and you know able to work at your company able to create these works of art and you know sell at your gallery um, that they shouldn't be just put aside but that's what we do here I mean we're adult center various programs amazing people working in the school and uh, that's our mission is to make sure we just break down those labels
1: and I think that would be awesome to get some art in some galleries how do we how, how do we do that what's the next step to get their art out into galleries
2: well that's it. Now that that's what we're going to try to do is just network and try to uh find um galleries and I'm I'm probably going to go back. I've graduated at Concordia. I'm actually doing a master's at um in art education at UCAM right now uh in French and so I'm an anglo guys. <laughs> 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 Not too easy, but it's an amazing program and what I would like to do is just go back to my um to Concordia. I have a bachelor's in arts at Concordia and just go back to the gallery at Concordia and see if they would want to um actually represent us or uh, you know, so we we will kind of like uh, go um, introduce ourselves, basically.
1: So Jessica, tell me about the Christmas paintings that you did.
0: Well, the paintings are ready to be in gallery for people can see, about the Nutcracker set—it's like uh, when you're in a show, you see these posters of these uh, ba- ballerina characters in a ballet show, like the Nutcracker, um, yeah. Clara, the yeah. Mouse King, uh, Sugar Plum Fairy, any characters in the Nutcracker.
2: I want to just interject because I want to talk about Jessica's work. So Jessica is like a a true artist. Like she, everything about, everything you know about artists, that's what Jessica is. Like she has her little space in my classroom and she creates at all times. Like she, and she, she deals with a lot of, um, can I say this, Jessica? like a lot of fantasy, like, um, she loves Disney. So she creates characters and a lot of her work uh, is stylized like uh it's it's very cartoony but it's you can see that it's an adult that created this you know right. like and she creates her own game. And so the the series she did uh, on uh, the nutcracker she did it last year so that she can either sell it this year or put it up in uh in our school gallery you know Amazing. like so so it's like i'm really uh, amazed by her she came a long way and uh last year she she was in my class last year but last year we were in a different situation like it was in an art class and this year she's really like opened up and uh uh, expressed herself, so really proud of uh, her and
3: Brandon. So I've been drawing since I was four years old, and um, it runs in the family. Like it run, it runs through my blood. Cause like, my uncle taught me how to how to draw um figures. So like, if you give him say a comic book, he can draw the front like, a cover from scratch and um that inspired me because i got into it and then my brother taught me how to draw i got into it and uh hopefully i can continue drawing because a lot of people say i should be a tattoo artist because i'm really good at it
1: awesome well go for
3: it (laughs) Uh, i probably probably will but (laughs) (laughs) but like um Yeah, if, like, anyone wants to learn how to draw, just look me up, and, uh... Do you uh, have an Instagram, or, uh... I have a Facebook account, uh, Facebook, Instagram. What's Um, your Instagram name? Chase25.
2: So, normally, typical people, like, neurotypical, that's what we say in the special needs world. Like, when we finish high school, like, we usually think about, what are we going to do in the future? And we have our academic advisors that come see us and what are you interested in and what you know like with with my guys it's like you finished high school and it's like okay now you're gonna go to this center and you're gonna do your adult education stuff and so there's no like what do you want to do or what are your likes and your you know like so that's what's special about being here is that there's options and they were able as artists or as uh, students who love Um, creative arts to say, okay, I want to come here and I want to do this class, you know? Like So that's what I I really value um, about being here is that they actually have options.
1: Just before we go, I know we're going to go out with a song that's special to you, Anna. Tell us what song it is and why.
2: So it's uh, Bob Cajun uh, by The Tragically Hip. And the reason why it's special is because uh, my dad passed away um, just before Gord Downie. And it was kind of like... Gord Downie's death reminds me of my dad and I was grieving and I also grieved the loss of Gord Downie because he was such a huge loss to us as Canadians and um, like it was the end of Tragically Hip for me and it was just no <laughs> you know this can't be uh, but also for the indigenous community because he, he had so much work to do and then it was just you know we lost a huge uh, warrior basically and I just uh, I, he it, like it inspired me to l- pick up the guitar and uh, learn I learned this is the first song I learned on guitar oh, nice. and it got me through really hard times I went to the chalet and uh, we listen to live uh, tracks of uh, Tragically Hip, and it just uh, hit their music just got me through the roughest time um, of my life, basically. So I'm grateful to them, and just grateful to uh, people like Gord Downie who are bringing to light uh, all the indigenous um, issues and all the um, you know the um, focusing on uh, the, the victims of residential schools and the survivors because we need to to help them get through uh, all the trauma they've been through. So that's what we're doing in Art and Soul.
1: You've been listening to the Inspiration News Podcast with Mark Bergman. Make sure to subscribe to this
0: podcast and the English Montreal School Board Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.